Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast, where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host, Karen Pileggi, and in each episode, we uncover new empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. Finally made it to the very first episode of this podcast that I've been dreaming about and wanting to start for such a long time. If you have been following me on my Girls Gotta Heal Instagram platform, which is where I really all had started, um, you'll know that I am very much all over the place with the topics that I get into and love to connect it back to my own personal experience, as well as tying in my, you know, professional knowledge being in the mental health field. So I think that lived experience really helps connect people. Um, you know, we want to listen to people who've been through it too. And I love sharing what's worked for me, what's not worked for me, what I'm currently working on and working through. So um, my Girls Gotta Heal page started as a way for me to create a community that I always had wanted as a young person. At this point, I'm quite open about the losses and traumas that I've been through, but it really wasn't the case for quite some time. Honestly, most of my 20s, I was really to myself, uh, held back a lot of the feelings I had around my losses. And that was just my journey and the things that were going on for me. I really had to hustle and push through, or that's what I thought I had to do at least. So for those who don't know, a little bit of my backstory is I had experienced my first significant loss when I was 16. Uh, One of my friends had tragically passed away. And at that time, my dad was sick as well, and there was just a lot going on and a lot of back and forth with feeling very hopeful to feeling very disappointed to seeing someone I love deteriorate and not not be well at all. And that was really hard for a young person to uh, take in. Uh, A lot of the trauma had started there and a lot of the PTSD developed there. And my dad eventually passed when I was 18. My grandmother had actually passed that same day in the morning, uh, unrelated causes, but um, it was it was a really heavy day to say the least a lot a lot going on and two weeks prior my grandfather had passed and a year after those significant losses my uncle had passed these were all people who I lived with in my childhood home I'm from a huge Italian family we lived we lived in a big house all together and this was really shocking and really damaging uh, and especially at that age where you're trying to figure out who you are you're so self-conscious you're uncomfortable and it was just really hard to to get through. And I would say getting through was exactly what I did. I, I got through. Following those losses came a lot of self-discovery, a lot more losses in, in the coming years, as well as health issues that came up for me, emergency surgeries that I hope to get into in another episode. Where I really wanted to start with this podcast was getting into some GGH fundamentals, some foundation work. And A lot of what I talk about, whether it's in my peer support group or on my page, revolves around this phrase of meeting yourself where you're at, which means 
honoring where you are at in that moment. And I think that this phrase is such a game changer for anyone, regardless of what you're going through, your age, your work, anything. And I truly think it's a good starting point because no matter where you're at in your healing journey, whether you are just starting to become self-aware, whether you've been practicing taking care of yourself for a long time, we all have those bad days and it's so important to remember to pause and honor those feelings that are coming up, whatever challenges or anything that's being thrown at us at that day to show ourselves compassion. And I think that that practice goes a long way. Also, I'll likely be referring back to this phrase often throughout this podcast when we're exploring different topics around relationships, health, wellness, any kind of setback, grief, traumas, everything. I'll always be reminding you to meet yourself where you're at because I think we truly are our worst critics. We are self-sabotagers and we really have to practice getting out of that. It's really just about breaking the pattern and showing ourselves grace. We are human. The more that we practice tuning into how we're feeling and also honoring that, the more we can get ahead of that self-sabotager and allowing ourselves to have those gray area days where it's not black and white, it's not perfect, it's not clear, it's can be sometimes messy. We sometimes have to sit with our feelings or sometimes we have to sit and ask ourselves, what, what do we have to do differently or what do I need or what do I need to change? It's peeling away those, those pressures that we've been wired to have uh, and we've also put on ourselves. Now, one's evolution through practicing meeting yourself where you're at can look really different. It can start from you maybe overworking yourself, taking on too much, and having a handful of people around you reminding you to slow down. So hearing those reminders from other people. Uh, and it could range from that to then reaching a place where you pick up quite quickly early on in your day that it's not going to go how you planned and connecting with your friends right away, letting them know, hey, like I feel off today, you know, getting that pep talk, getting that validation and then working on a plan for the next day while also honoring this is where I'm at today. I am just going to feel it out. I'm going to do what I need to. I'm going to binge watch TV. I am going to drink my coffee and tomorrow my plan to be successful is this and this and this. So meeting yourself where you're at very much is tied to building self-awareness. And that's not something we have right off the bat. Sometimes it takes really being at the bottom and experiencing so much hardship and trauma to get those signals and those messages that, hey, you need to stop and pay attention to yourself. You don't need to be overworking yourself. You need to be taking care of you right now. So I think it's very much tied to self-awareness and continuously building that i think that's something we all can be working on and is influenced by various things around us at times trauma makes it all the more difficult to to practice this because for various reasons um, our trauma may have put us in a position where we have to take on new roles we have to take on new responsibilities our days are much fuller Um, emotionally we're drained quicker we are processing really difficult things. So it's hard to slow down and our body is just in a natural survival mode. So this is especially tough work, but crucial work for those who are currently going through trauma or have gone through trauma. And if someone told me this in the thick of my trauma, I would say you're nuts. Like there's 
Like, how, how can I possibly do this? I have to juggle school. I have to juggle work. I have to juggle being there for my siblings. I have to juggle my friends. I have to juggle whatever is going on in my mind and processing what's happening to my family. There, there's no way I can meet myself where I'm at. But it is so incredibly crucial because this really can impact your healing journey and your healing process afterward. If you don't do the work, then you're going to have to do it eventually, and it just prolongs the process. So even just starting to really take in this idea of meeting yourself where you're at and finding ways that you can slowly start implementing that. And it by no means is a overnight fix. It is a practice, something that we have to slowly start incorporating and maintaining. I wanted to leave you with three questions to help you better connect to the topic today. And I think this is something that I will carry out throughout each episode. Again, just to really help you connect with what we're talking about and make it resonate with you and, you know, try to encourage some positive change. So the first question is, have you done the best you could today with the resources you had? Really think about that question. Think about the things that have been working against you today. Were you thrown off by something someone said? Were you thrown off by hearing some bad news? Um, And really take that into consideration when you're asking yourself, have you done the best you could with the resources you had today? Second question is, how often are you put in a position, whether at work, within your relationships, um, anything, Uh, to be flexible. So how often are you required to be flexible in your day? I think that's a really important question to consider when we are showing ourselves some compassion because not all of our days are going to be the same. So just appreciating that we do have to be flexible in certain parts of our day or in certain parts um, of our relationships um, can really contribute to us practicing better self-awareness, self-care, and positive self-talk. The third question is, is there anyone or anything that is standing in the way of you practicing meeting yourself where you're at? And this could be anything from uh, certain family members, pressures we put on ourselves, uh, current traumas that we're dealing with, changes in our responsibilities or dynamics, really anything. So really sit with this and ask yourself, is there something that's standing in the way of you really allowing yourself to be more compassionate toward yourself and taking the time to pause and reevaluate what your needs are in that moment. Personally, for me, I think I had the biggest challenge with meeting myself where I was at when I was really in the thick of my grief and it coming out in very ugly ways. That as well as that hustle work culture of just doing the most and doing everything you can. And I think for me that hustle culture developed quite early on um, as a young person who was trying to help their family out. I just took on so many responsibilities and things like that where I was overwhelmed really quickly and didn't allow myself the opportunity to meet myself where I was at. In terms of grief and being in the thick of it, um, I felt so misunderstood. I felt like there wasn't a space for me to talk about it. I felt that uh, I would be making people uncomfortable. So I had to hold that in while, you know, self-discovering and working and doing and being a person and contributing to society. And it was really hard. Uh, I just kind of kept powering through without stopping to meet myself where I was at. Especially going through all of the feelings that were coming up from the intense trauma and loss and heartbreak and really just 
doing a disservice to myself by pushing all of those things down and not taking opportunities to release those emotions and talk about them. I really think that that's something that most people can connect with looking back or even just where they're at now with choosing to put our feelings and processing difficult things on the back burner. Now I'm always about looking at the whole picture, looking at all of the progress and where you've been, where you started, where you're going, where you're heading. So this next section is about advice I would give myself and future self, and I would encourage you to do the same. Advice I would give my younger self or myself at the start of my healing would be to slow down. You're doing everything that you need to be doing and nothing will work unless you do. It's so important to take that time to reflect and to show yourself compassion. If you're having an off day, you don't have to be extra hard on yourself about it. It's there's, There are so many things working against you. You yourself don't have to contribute to that too with your negative self-talk. And for future me, um, I would remind myself of where I've come from and how far I've come and what I've been able to do on my own. I think that that is a really good way of, you know, getting ourselves back on track. It's just that little fuel in the tank that we need to reset sometimes so that would be it for my future self if you've listened up to this point and you feel like you really connect with the things being said around meeting yourself where you're at but you have had a really hard time implementing that for yourself i would really take this time to reflect on what is getting in your way of doing that what is preventing you from stopping and showing yourself compassion in 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 your day um, and even in the, the grand scheme of things in your healing journey with grief or loss or whatever you are going through right now what is preventing you from slowing down and validating your experiences and taking the time to reflect on what needs to be changed and what needs to be done in order to be more successful in the future and ultimately more happy as well. So really taking this opportunity to look inward. This is that part of the healing journey that people don't showcase and talk about enough. And for those of you who have been practicing meeting yourself where you're at and um, are constantly at it and implementing that, which is amazing, I would ask you to take this opportunity to think back to a time when you really had a hard time meeting yourself where you're at and you were maybe very hard on yourself uh, self-sabotaging ask yourself what what shifted things for you how come now you're at the place you're at what changed for you what made all the difference i think that when we reflect back um, we appreciate ourselves a little bit more for all the things that we had to go through um, and all the things that we pushed ourselves through one of my favorite quotes that i'm going to leave you with is nothing will work unless you do And this has been such a great reminder, simple and easy for me to bring to the forefront when I need it because literally everything will shut down. Your body will shut down if you haven't been paying enough attention to it. Your relationships will be compromised if you haven't been paying enough attention to your past trauma and working through certain things. So really take the time to work on you. And it all starts with meeting yourself where you're at. Shout out to you for showing up for yourself today. And if no one has told you lately, you are truly doing the best you can with what you have. Show yourself some love today. Get in your feels. Go get what's yours. Give back to yourself in the ways you've been putting off. I'm always sending you love. For more GGH content, don't forget to follow Girls Gotta Heal on Instagram if you aren't already. I want to welcome you to the community and I look forward to connecting with you soon.